The Productive Woman, Episode 10. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. Um, In this episode, I am planning to share some tips for making travel less stressful and more productive. And I had a lot of fun putting this together, so I hope that it's going to be useful to you. Since the whole episode is a series of tips and tools, really, I'm going to skip the usual tip of the week and tool of the week features and just get right into our main topic. And that is travel tips. So let's um, get into it. The, uh, the idea for this episode came from uh, the fact that I've got a couple of trips planned for uh, this month, and that got me thinking about travel in general. I One of these trips is to a writer's conference that I go to each year, and uh, there's been a lot of email traffic on the loops, the email loops for the organization that sponsors this conference with people talking about their travel plans and what what they're going to wear and what they're going to take with them and stuff. And so it just got me thinking about travel. I've had to do a fair amount of it for work, uh, as well as, you know, gotten to do some some travel for just for fun. So um, I thought I'd talk about it in anticipation of my own trips. But I thought it would be a lot more fun to include other people's ideas. So what I did was put the word out on Facebook that I would be talking about travel and asked my friends to share their favorite travel tips with me. Several women came through with some really great tips, and I'm, I'm really delighted to share theirs and a few of mine with you. So this is not by any means a you know, comprehensive uh, treatise on travel tips and travel uh, productivity. This is just some tips that came in, some things that came to mind. And, you know, they're not in a real particular order and and they don't cover every aspect of travel. Um, Just, you know, what I could kind of fit into a a half hour podcast episode. I do want to talk about this again and in more depth in future episodes. Um, And I'll talk about that a little more later of how how you can maybe participate in that. But for now, um, what I did was I took the tips that came in, some things that I thought of, and I kind of roughly organized them into three different areas or three components of travel, preparing to travel, um, en route, and then at your destination. And so um, I'm going to Uh, start by talking about preparing to travel. And that kind of uh, breaks into a couple categories, planning or preparation and packing. And these kind of these tips kind of fit all over the place. So the first one I wanted to share um, was from Anne Mateer of Rockwall, Texas, uh, a friend and uh, one of my favorite writers. And Anne says, my latest tip is the TripIt app. It keeps all your travel plans, addresses, flight numbers, reservation numbers, etc., in one place just by forwarding those confirmation emails from airlines and hotels and so on to your TripIt account. And I, you know, I was thrilled to see that because that TripIt, I've been using that for several years and I can't travel without it. It's just amazing what you can do. You literally, um, once you've set up your account on TripIt online, you can, when you get your, uh, say, an airline confirmation 
um, email, you simply forward it to tripit.com and it plugs it in, puts all the information in a really neat um, layout where you can find it all, everything you're going to need to know. And every, every, uh, it, and when you get, say, the hotel reservations for that same trip, you forward that email and it adds the hotel to that same, somehow it knows, it parses all this information out of the emails and plugs it in and knows what trip it's for. It's amazing how it works. And then you've got it all there and you put the TripIt app on your um, smartphone and there you go. You've got it with you, everything you need, the phone numbers, your confirmation numbers, everything's there. Great tip. And I, uh, like I said, I use it myself. I'll have a link in the show notes where folks can, uh, you can go and get more information, but highly recommend that. So that's a, a great travel thing to a uh, travel tip to get started with. And then there are a bunch of people sent tips in regarding packing that I thought were just really, really good. Um, and the first one that I is that I have under this category is one of mine. And it's kind of simple. It's think ahead, make a list of the activities you're going to be involved in on the trip, check and see what the anticipated weather is and plan your packing accordingly. You know, if you're going to the beach, obviously you're going to wear different things than if you're going to be in New York city or, or whatever. Um, so if you can check and see what the weather's going to be, you can decide, you know, whether you're going to need to take a coat or a sweater for the evenings or, you know, just whatever, but plan ahead, think ahead. And, um, as sort of a side note, you can almost always take less stuff than you think you need to. So, uh, but anyway, that's, that's my first tip is to think ahead and plan, uh, plan based on what you're going to be doing and, and where you're going to be. Uh, another tip comes from, uh, here's another one from Anne Mateer, and she says, uh, you, she uses space bags for packing, and she says, I can do five days in a carry-on using those, and I had never heard of space bags, so I had to ask her, you know, what are these? Somebody else asked the same thing in this Facebook thread, and she sent me a link, which I put in the show notes, but they're basically plastic bags that you can put things in, and then um, the ones that she uses, you know, I had heard of the ones that you can use like at home where you use your vacuum hose to suck the air out and it, it compacts it. So it takes up less space, but the ones that she recommends, you just push on it and there's like a little escape valve at the bottom to get all the air out. So things can pack, um, more compactly and, you know, I think with less wrinkles. So great idea. A couple of other people mentioned the same thing. And again, there's a, show, uh, a link in the show notes for uh, the, the uh, space bags that Anne recommends. So thanks for that, Anne. Another one from me is use a packing checklist, especially if you travel uh, frequently. If you um, have a checklist of the things you need to take with you, you can just kind of run through that and make sure you don't forget anything because you've thought ahead, back to my, my previous tip. And you just check those things off and keep that checklist in your suitcase so that when it's time to pack and go home, you can kind of run through it and make sure you haven't forgotten anything. Uh, one cool thing that I found was uh, there's a, a company called Eagle Creek that they sell lots of um, uh, travel kinds of things, luggage and, and stuff like that. And they on their website, they have all kinds of uh, travel tips and cool ideas. And one of the things they have that I thought was really neat is a page 
um, that can generate a checklist for you based on you select where you're going, what you're going to be doing, and some other things, and then they'll generate a packing checklist that you can use. So uh, the website, again, the link will be in the show notes where you can go to their website and see this, but I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, and next tip is from podcaster Kathleen, and Kathleen, I'm so sorry if I'm going to get your name wrong. I don't know if it's Hewer or Hauer, H-E-U-E-R. Um, Kathleen recommends that uh, you always duplicate bathroom stuff and toiletries so that you can keep a fully stocked, ready at a moment's notice go bag with your suitcase. Uh, that way you can pack in advance without needing to remember to repack all that stuff. And I thought that was a great idea. You know, it's basically anything that you, um, any bathroom items, toiletries, even makeup and stuff. This is especially good if you travel a lot. Uh, that just make sure you have duplicates of everything. So instead of having to remember to get the things from the bathroom, you've just got this bag packed and, and in your suitcase or stored with your suitcase so it's ready to go. Uh, there was a period of time a couple of years ago when I was having to travel on business nearly every month and I just, uh, I did exactly this. I kept uh, a bag stocked and I had travel sizes of various things that I'd uh, collected from, um, you know, like sometimes Clinique or Estee Lauder, different ones, they'll have that sort of gift with purchase thing. I just saved those gifts for traveling and would keep them in that bag. So it was ready to go. I didn't have to think about packing. It was just there. So great idea, Kathleen. Thank you very much. Um, next tip is from Susan Gregory, who commented on faith, Facebook. Uh, she, she had a very succinct tip, and that is, I pack my own food. And I thought, you know what, that can be a really good thing, especially if you have allergies or particular dietary needs. This can really be important to your comfort. Taking your own food certainly can save you money. And having, you know, some snacks in your bag, in your carry-on bag or in your, you know, whatever. If you've ever been stuck in an airport and or you know, stuck on route or whatever, uh, or, or on a long flight where they just didn't have anything you like to eat, having some stuff there can, uh, handy to, to eat, uh, can, and a bottle of water that you get at the, at the airport. Cause of course you can't take those through security, but that can really, um, contribute to your comfort on the trip. So great idea, Susan. Thank you for that. Um, next one, uh, here's a, a follow-up from Kathleen and uh, her 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 suggestion about keeping a stocked uh, go bag ready to go applies to tech stuff as well like chargers cables and power strips and uh, agree, uh you know she basically said the idea is to get an extra of each of these items and just keep the bag ready stocked same thing as with the toiletries and i do this as well i i have an extra charger, extra power cords, extra various things like that uh, for each uh, kind of electronic or electric device that I need to take with me when I travel. And I keep those in a bag um, that, that I can just pick up the bag. I know it's got everything in it um, and uh, it's ready to go as soon as um, without having to think about what I'm forgetting. So great idea there. I love that one. And uh, thank you very much, Kathleen. The next tip is another one of mine, and this is to take a 
and this deals with the fact that a lot of our electronic devices or, you know, our smartphones and stuff, you use a lot of battery life quickly when you're traveling. And the worst thing that can happen, especially if you do some of the other things that I do in terms of keeping uh, things on, on your smartphone instead of taking paper with you, is uh, so my tip is to take an external battery or, or charging device with you um, that can charge those things up if you're somewhere where you can't get to an outlet to power them up. And there are a couple that I really like. One is a this uh, a uh, an external charger by Monoprice, and I'll put a link in the show notes. But it's really it's very cool. It um, has uh, it, basically you charge it separately, and then you've got it in your bag. It fits real nicely in a purse. And it can charge your phone a couple times. I mean, several times. It, it, it's, it's just an external battery that when your phone is running down, you plug it in and this thing will charge it, um, you know, without having to plug into the wall. So a very cool idea. And then also there's something called the Mophie Juice Pack or, well, Mophie at Mophie.com. They've got a number of different kinds of cases that also have a battery in them that can extend the life of your phone. So those are very helpful if, if uh, you want to, you know, you're going to be in, in an area or, or in activities where you're not going to be able to charge your devices. This can really be a lifesaver. Uh, again, uh, links in the show notes where you can get more information about those. Uh, next tip comes from writer Elaine Clampett, and she says, I use gallon-sized baggies for my underwear, socks, etc. Anything that might be loose in your suitcase or you don't want, and or you don't want people to touch if they open your bag, because you know, sometimes if you're traveling by air, uh, they do open your bag and search it. And so she says, I put stuff in and roll them to squeeze the air out before shutting them. Uh, I thought that was a great idea. And that's something I'm definitely going to try next time I, I travel, uh, just keeps all that stuff together and uh, really useful tips. So thank you, Elaine. She also mentioned, uh, you know, as an aside that rolling your clothes really does work well and keeps helps make more space in your suitcase. So that's an, another great idea. Uh, next tip is from me again, and I just thought this was, you know, this is something I do when I travel and maybe it's because I'm neurotic, but uh, to make sure you don't forget something you need, lay out each outfit that you want to take and make sure all the components are there before you pack. Don't just start putting things into the suitcase, but you know, if it's a skirt and a blouse, uh, make sure you've got both of those there and then the necessary undergarments for it and the right shoes, the jewelry, everything there. So you don't end up with the skirt, but you forgot to put the blouse in or the, you know, the sweater you wanted to wear, but you forgot the, sh the, the pants that go with it or that sort of thing. So I just lay them out on the bed, make sure I've got all the pieces and then I start packing. Okay. Now the next tip is really a, a series, a big series of tips that I just thought these were great. And this, this, these came from, uh, an, someone who is very much an expert on travel and, and that's singer Cheryl Sherman. Now she's, uh, someone I've known and admired for, for many years, one of the great voices of all time and, uh, also an entrepreneur. Um, but Cheryl traveled for many, many years with singing groups of various types. And so she knows where have she speaks. And here, I'm just going to go through a whole series of things that Cheryl Lee uh, suggested uh, from her vast experience. She says, pack monochromatically. 
Um, so pick, pick a color theme, I guess is what she's saying. One primary color, if you're going to go with black or, or navy or brown or red for that matter, but kind of pack monochromatically so things will go together. Mixing and matching lets just a few items turn into a greater selection of different outfits. But you can take fewer shoes and jewelry um, and, and even avoid having to change your nail polish if, if you know, you do that. Those things don't have to be so varied if everything goes with one primary color. And, you know, shoes take up a huge amount of space in a suitcase and add to the weight. So if you can, you know, I, and I do a similar thing uh, that when I'm traveling, I, if I'm going to, if my dress shoes, if I'm traveling on business, the heels I'm taking are black, then I just want to make sure every outfit that I'm taking goes with those shoes. So that I have to take, you know, separate pair of shoes for every outfit I'm going to wear. In terms of packing, Shirley says things like leggings can be rolled up and stuffed in corners, which give you a variety of looks, but they also fill the suitcase around the edges. So things don't shift around as much. She also recommends when you're flying, take a travel size in your carry-on or purse of anything that's important to your needs in case your baggage gets delayed because, you know, it does. Uh, she said uh, just about everything can be purchased in carry-on regulated sizes now, but don't overdo. You don't have to take everything in the world. And this goes back to what I said earlier. You really usually can get by with far less than you think you need. Um, and... Um, she said, this is more from Lee. pack a small, clear makeup bag, but she says just bare bones because, for instance, blush and eyeshadow can share their duty. You take a small mascara, one eyeliner, one lipstick, uh, and, 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 you know, make it do. You don't have to take your whole, the whole contents of your bathroom uh, if you're going to have to be schlepping this around. Or remember that if you're traveling by air, they charge, most of the airlines charge for ch checked bags now, so... Shirley also recommends get rid of anything heavy in something you're going to be toting. And boy, I, I agree with that. If you're going to be schlepping it around at a terminal or from the terminal to the hotel or wherever, it's going to pretty soon feel like it's 100 pounds. And um, so think carefully before you put heavy stuff into your bag. Shirley also recommends wear shoes on the plane that aren't going to give you blister. No airport has anything close anymore. And she's absolutely right. You want to wear comfortable shoes when you're traveling by air because you're going to be walking through a, an airport terminal um, to get from one place to the other. There's always lots of walking. Um, she suggests get a wallet or a purse with compartments that you can put tickets, boarding passes, schedules, anything like that in just so you've got it right there. And don't bring anything on board that you can safely pack in a suitcase. If you're going to check your bag, think about that and put the things in there. Only carry on the things that you need. I, and I would go the other direction. I try to avoid checking a bag just because of the time you have to wait for the bag once you've arrived. But if you are checking a bag anyway, put everything safe that you can uh, safely pack that you, you know, that you wouldn't want to lose. Um, wouldn't mind if, if it's delayed, put that in your checked bag and, and avoid carrying heavy things on the plane with you. And her, uh, Shirley's last great tip was 
do bring a clear plastic baggie with a small sewing kit and band-aids. She says, you'll really thank me for this tip. And I, I think that's a great idea. How many times have you been somewhere and wished you had those things? Um, so great idea. Thank you so much for all those tips, Shirley. I, I am, am hoping that I can get Shirley on as a guest for a future episode about travel because she really is a, a, an expert on it. All right, the next packing tip is from Mary Ellen, uh, I don't know if it's Brenice from Fremont, California. And Mary Ellen, I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. She says, I put a lot more liquids in my suitcase than I used to, so I put them all in leak-proof bags, which are widely available now. Not just plastic baggies, but, you know, leak-proof bags, because there's nothing worse, as she says, than getting halfway around the world and finding your clothes sogging wet, soggy wet with shampoo and, uh, you know, whatever else you're carrying with you. Great idea. Thank you, Mary Ellen. Um, next tip is from Jennifer Decker Ebling. Ebling. Um, again, I'm sorry if I'm getting the, the last, uh, the names wrong, uh, from Minnesota. And she, uh, Jennifer, d- uh, does the still growing, uh, a gardening podcast, which looked really interesting. And there'll be a link to it in the show notes. She says, when, when traveling with children, we pick three colors to be the theme of the trip for the kids, all the kids' clothing. Um, she says, she says, navy, gray, and maroon seem to be the favorite combo. Uh, and because that way, everybody looks somewhat coordinated in the photos that you take. I thought that was really a cool idea. So thank you for that, Jennifer. And one last packing trip from Mary Ellen uh, Brenice. Uh, from Fremont. She says, I never travel overseas without an extension cord. And I would say maybe even in uh, uh, traveling locally or in the United States, very few hotels have plugs for hair dryers and flat irons in the bathroom. That's true in Europe for sure. So always take your little, your own little dual voltage hair dryer as well. She says, if you need a hair dryer, um, Mary Ellen says, I stayed in a fairly decent hotel in London that had the hairdryer hardwired into the desk drawer with no mirror anywhere near it. So great idea, great tips there. Uh, oh, and there was one other last tip, and this was from Kathleen who, who talked about the, the tech bag earlier. She recommends taking a power strip, uh, you know, portable or a, a small power strip with you, and she recommends uh, the Belkin Surge Plus outlet three outlet mini travel swivel charger and there's going to be a link to that in the show notes and i absolutely love that i have one of those that's in my go bag and uh, you know if you're stuck in the airport or stuck somewhere at a conference or something uh, you're going to be a hero if you've got a, a power strip and a you know with extra outlets because usually there are, there are not enough outlets and everybody's trying to find somewhere to charge their phone or their laptop or something so another great tip, and again, links in the show notes for those things. Oh my goodness. All right. I'm trying to get through all these tips because uh, there's some great ones. A couple of tips for while you're on the trip. Um, and this first one comes from stylist and jewelry designer Linnea Perry Bennett of Cincinnati. And, and again, Linnea, I'm, if I'm mispronouncing your name, I'm so sorry. 
she says, plan to get to the airport early and calculate for traffic and construction. Oh, I, I so agree. I thought that was such an important one. There's nothing more stressful on a trip than starting a trip with a mad dash through the airport, trying to find a long, you know, you, you try to trying to get your gate and the security lines a mile long and you're standing there stressed out and afraid you're going to miss your flight. So, you know, allow more time than you think you need and, and, and get through it all. Even if you've got some, you know, you're going to spend a little time at the gate. There's great people watching at the airport. It, I always think it's better to get there a little too early than to be racing through and, you know, having heart palpitations because you think you're going to miss your flight. So thank you for that great tip. Um, as a follow-up to that, one of my tips is if you're flying, dress for the security line. If you haven't traveled in a while uh, by air, you know, ever since 9-11, um, there's, there's always... Um, you know, there, there are restrictions. You've got to go through security. You've got to practically undress to go through security. And so just plan for that um, to get through that line as quickly as possible. Don't wear anything with belts. Don't wear big jewelry. Wear slip-on shoes because you got to take them off. Um, you know, just plan that way. Make sure you've got your laptop or you can get it out quickly and your little uh, quart-sized baggie of liquids that you're allowed to carry on whatever those things are have them ready and and as i said dress accordingly uh, so that you can get through that security line quickly and not hold things up for yourself or anybody else next tip uh, for during the trip i thought was kind of fun this is from linda becker of chehalis washington and she she says mark lowry on my ipod ipod enough said and I think what she's getting at is having something entertaining on your iPod or, you know, your, your smartphone, whatever it is, how you carry uh, music and things like that. Something entertaining to help you relax and laugh and just enjoy the trip. So I thought that was a pretty great, great uh, suggestion, Linda. Thank you. And on the same tone, uh, kind of tone, uh, for me, I always travel with an iPad instead of the pile of books and mu uh, magazines that I used to carry. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm a big reader. I used to carry several books with me, but my bag always weighed a ton because I read fast and I didn't want to run out of reading material. Well, now I travel with my iPad and I've got everything I need there. And I always try to make a point of updating all my reading apps um, before I get on the plane. So magazine subscriptions that I read on my uh, tablet, RSS readers, email, all those things. Make sure all those are updated just before you take off so you can uh, catch up on reading while you're in the air. And uh, that makes the trip go faster. Similarly, if you need to get work done uh, and you want to be productive, because this is the Productive Woman podcast, you can go through your email and write responses to them while you're traveling, hit send. They'll just be queued up and you can know that they will actually send when you get back on land where you have Wi-Fi or cellular service. But you can make good use of that time in the air, get get some, you know, get through your email and have it all ready to go as go when you land. So those are just a few of the tips for uh, on on while you're en route. 
A few more tips for uh, when you're at your destination. Mary Ellen from Fremont, um, who talked earlier, she she kind of followed up on the theme of the space bags. And she says, I throw extra space bags in my suitcase for shopping. They're great. So great idea, you know, because again, the point of those space bags is you put the stuff in, you seal it up, you press all the air out, and it flattens it out and takes up less space. And so if you're going to be shopping where you are, you can carry more stuff back in your bag if you've got some of these. So great idea. Next tip is from podcaster Sheila Butler of Texas. She's the founder of SuccessfulWomenTalk.com. And she says, my biggest tip for productivity in general, but works great for travel, is to run your business in the cloud. Uh, She uses and recommends Google Apps for work um, because you can truly work from anywhere, any computer, any device. And she also recommends Evernote, which I also recommend and we'll be talking about in a future episode as a great tool for productivity. So I thought that was, you know, it's very true that if you've got all your stuff in the cloud, so to speak, and again, I will talk more about that in future episodes. Uh, it makes it possible for you to be productive while you're traveling and away from your home office. So thank you for that, Sheila. Another tip here from podcaster Amy Scott of nomadtopia.com. And she says, I have so many tips because I'm often traveling and running my business from anywhere. Um, She agrees with Sheila Butler that having everything in the cloud is useful, but she says, also be sure you have offline access to the important stuff, even just the name, address, phone, directions to your destination. Because if you're at a place where you're um, stuck somewhere, you don't have internet access for some reason, if you have everything in the cloud, you can get stuck. So if you uh, don't have, say, 4G access that gives you... um, uh, always have access to your online stuff. You want to make sure you've downloaded anything uh, that you really need when you arrive so that it's on your device and you can access it even if you don't have internet access. Uh, so great, great idea. Thank you for that, Amy. Um, another tip for when you're at your destination comes from Jennifer Decker Ebling. And uh, she says, we have learned to have some connection to nature on vacations, which I thought was a great idea. Get outside. Even if you're in the city, you can find a park somewhere and, and go outside. And she's, she talked, her tips kind of related to traveling with children. Um, she says also, there needs to be a, at least a few nights during a vacation where we eat what she calls normal food, like pizza and burgers. So great tip. And, you know, that certainly would make things happy and comfortable for the kids. One more tip for while you're at your destination, and this is another one from Amy Scott from of nomadtopia.com. She says, there are some great tools out there for keeping track of time zones. And one of her favorites is uh, worldtimebuddy.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, she says, if you use Google Calendar, you can also add a second time zone to your calendar so you can see at a glance what time it is at home or wherever, you know, your family or if you're traveling on business, your clients are Uh, and where you are now. And um, so I thought that was a really cool idea. Uh, We're almost done. Just a couple more. And these are some little things for when you get back home. Um, uh, This one's from me. Restock your go bags as soon as you get home. You know, both your your toiletries bag and your electronics or tech bag. Um, 
recharge the electronics, refill the travel bottles of things that have gotten used up. Make sure those bags are restocked right away while before you put them away so that the next time you're getting ready for a trip, you don't have to check and, and uh, get an unpleasant surprise that you're out of something, but you've got it all ready to go. And the last tip is from Jennifer Decker Ebling again, Ebling. Um, and I, I thought this was fun. She says, my favorite tip is to have a nanny meet you at the door when you get back home. <laughs> because who wants to unpack? And she says that when she and her husband get back from a trip, or she and her family, she says, we drop the kids and the luggage at home. And then hubby and I go out for dinner. We chat about the trip, what went well, what didn't, review the budget, etc. She, she says it's the best way to get back to the real world, yet also make sure that we become better travelers with each trip. And I thought, you know, we can't all have a nanny, but a lot of, a lot of people do. And so what a great idea. Maybe if you don't have a nanny, you can make arrangements for grandma or a babysitter to be there when you get home so that you and your husband can uh, do this sort of debriefing dinner after the trip. I think it's a great idea. So those are, that's kind of a whirlwind list of travel tips. Uh, it, as I said, it certainly is not comprehensive by any means. We'll talk more. I mean, traveling can be fun, but it can be stressful. There are lots of things that can happen, uh, but there are things we can do to make it less stressful, and we really have only scratched the surface, surface here. So we'll talk about it more in future episodes, and I want to get some experts on as guests to share some more detailed um, suggestions in the future. Uh, in the meantime, thank you so much to the women who took time to share their tips. For those of, of you who have, uh, or of them who, uh, who have websites or podcasts, you'll find links to uh, their shows and their websites in the show notes so you can check them out and get more information. Uh, and again, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. So, you know, question for you, did, did one of these tips especially resonate with you? Is there something that you are going to try on your next trip? Um, or what did we miss? Can you share a tip or a tool that's especially helpful when you travel? Please be sure to share your thoughts on this episode by going to theproductivewoman.com. Look for the show notes for episode 10 and scroll down to the comments section. I, I, I would love to hear from you. So whatever questions, tips um, that you've got uh, about this show, love to hear them and look forward to learning from you. I've got a couple of just very quick announcements um, before we wrap up. And uh, as a first one, really important is, uh, as I've said before, I want, I really want this show to cover productivity related topics that are useful and interesting to you. So if there's something you'd like me to talk about on future episodes, or if there's a productive woman that you think I should invite as a guest, um, let me know. You can email your questions or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or you can leave a voice message by going to laura-mcclellan.com and clicking on the pink tab at the right-hand side of the site. Now, I would say that soon after this episode goes live, which will be um, in mid-September 2014, that's going to be changing. And that, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little more about that in my next uh, little announcement that I'm pretty excited about. But if you leave a voice message, be sure to tell me who you are. You know, I'm Helen from Houston. And if you have a website or a blog, tell me what your URL is. And um, 
if I use your suggestion or your question in an episode, I will share your site as well. And it, like I said, if you if you leave a voice message, I may be able to actually play that uh, on on the air next time. Uh, and so, again, love your feedback, love your suggestions. Really want to hear what you uh, what you want to hear about. My next announcement: I am so excited. Uh, to announce that the Productive Woman podcast has joined the Noodle Mix Network, joining such great podcasts as Beyond the To-Do List, The Audacity to Podcast, and The Ramen Noodle, which is a clean comedy podcast. I, I was so thrilled to be invited to join this um, this network because several of the podcasts on the network are podcasts that I've listened to and appreciated for quite some time. So very, as part of that, very soon the productive woman will move from my personal website at laura-mcclellan.com to its own separate site on the Noodle Mix um, servers. So uh, at that point, it's just going to be at theproductivewoman.com. You'll go straight to the podcast page and be able to find everything there. If you have um, subscribed to, to the podcast in iTunes or Stitcher or via email at my website, you shouldn't have to do anything to keep getting new episodes as they're released. And I will be um, sharing more information as this um, as this develops, but this should be happening very soon. And finally, I, I want to again thank my husband, Mike, for creating the music that plays at the beginning and end of this podcast. I, I like the music. I I'm so lucky to have somebody like him in my life who's very talented and very supportive and, and who, you know, contributed that uh, little bit to, to make the podcast that, that much better. All right, well, that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me. I can't believe um, that we're already at episode 10. I hope you found something in, in this that's helpful to you. If you're enjoying this podcast and you haven't already subscribed, you can do so. You can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes or in Stitcher. There are links to both in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com. Again, look for episode 10 and you'll see in the show notes those links. Um, subscribing by any of those means will make sure that you get each new episode. It'll come straight to your computer or your smartphone podcatcher as soon as it's released. So um, again, if, if you're enjoying it, be sure and do that so you don't miss anything. And if you think the podcast is worthwhile, I would really, it, it would be so helpful to me and I'd be very grateful if you would consider posting a review of The Productive Woman on iTunes and in Stitcher or one or both. Um, it's very easy to go there, find the podcast and there's a, a button you click on to leave a review uh, and you can rate it, you know, and, and be honest. I hopefully hope it'll be positive, but you know, anywhere from one to five stars and then a sentence or two about what you think about it. I do read those and I appreciate them very much. There are a couple of, you know, really encouraging uh, reviews there now. So thank you to those people. Uh, rating and reviewing podcast helps keep the podcast visible so people can find it. Finally, as always, be sure to join the conversation on Facebook. If you haven't already done so, look for The Productive Woman on Facebook, like the page, and leave a post there to introduce yourself, say hi, ask a question. Um, I, I try to post things periodically and invite commentary, so I really want to make this a community and a, and a dialogue, so I hope to hear from you there. And that wraps it up. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.